you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Oh, yeah, it's possible. It's more than possible. It's, it's really doable to be doing something where you love your work. Hey, you know, life is too short to spend the majority of our time doing something we don't really enjoy, hoping for just the weekend, hoping for that time when we hit retirement. I mean, give me a break. You're going to put in 35 years, 40 years doing something you just tolerate, hoping that you squeeze out another five or 10 years at the end. Now you'll forget how to enjoy things. If you haven't been doing it all along, you won't know how to spend your years in retirement. Well, we're going to be talking about that and more. I am your host, Dan Meller. I love my work. I hope it shows. You know, this is a kind of a milestone day for me. It happens to be my birthday today as I'm recording this. But, you know, I was commenting to my wife this morning that a whole lot of people our age, we look around, they're slowing down. They're in neutral. Or they put on a parking brake. I mean, you got to be kidding me. God, I'm in the most productive, fun year of my life because of some of the things that we're doing. Having a blast? Hey, I hope you are too. Well, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of things here. One of those is I'm going to be telling you about a new company that I'm going to be sharing why I think Harry's is the bomb. Now, this is not some fancy software company. This is not some new technology. I buy my razors, my shaving razors from Harry's. They are a really cool company. German-made blades. I'm going to be telling you why I think they're great. But if you go to harrys.com, it's just like it sounds, harrys.com. Put in 48 days as the code, promo code. You're going to save five bucks on your first order. I'll tell you a little bit more about that here as we go along. You may think this is interesting that on this kind of a show, I'm talking about a shaving blade. But, you know, we talk about a lot of things that have to do with lifestyle, I pretty much share my life here. I share where I take my granddaughters to lunch, the kind of things that we do together as a family. And this is one of those things that is more than just a utility item. Trust me. Well, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Here's some of the things we're going to be talking about. And as a theme today, I want to talk about what are others saying about the choices you've made? So just think about that a minute. If you, if you looked around, what are people who are successful thinking about the choices that you've made? We'll, we'll focus on that. Not, not people who are whiners and complainers, but what about the most successful people that you know? What are they saying about the choices that you've made? Well, I've got a quotation that'll tie into that here in a second. Here's some questions I've got. Dan, for the first time in my life, I'm taking a leap of faith and doing something for myself. Now, you know, that may sound egotistical, but it's really not. I mean, the only way you can be most effective, share your talents from God in the most effective way is to do something that is for yourself because it embraces who you are. Trying to be somebody else, trying to do what others expect is a short trip to frustration and burnout. Well, here somebody says, Dana, as a recruiter, I'm interviewing, I love this term, listen to this. She says, I'm interviewing a ton of extra educated individuals extra educated individuals and she talks about 
their um, mistaken uh, expectations. Well, somebody says, Dan, I have a master's degree in public policy and a law degree, and I'm currently out of work. We'll look at that. Here we got a couple events coming up. As you know, Innovate is coming up May 22nd, 23rd. That's our next one coming up quickly. We'd love to see you here for that. We're going to have a spectacular time as always. We're, we've got all the landscaping done around the new Eagle. We talked about the new Eagle installation, actually unveiled it at the last Innovate. But at that point, it was just a boulder sitting on top of a hump, hump of dirt. Now we've got the landscaping is all in. Stones are carefully laid, irrigation, lighting, accent lighting is all finished. It is a spectacular area that makes this whole approach coming back to the sanctuary uh, much different than just driving back in a pasture where you see a barn, which is kind of what it used to look like years ago when we first started working on. Anyway, I'd love to have you come innovate. You know, we're, we're working with people who are innovators, entrepreneurs, inventors, big thinkers, rule benders, rule breakers, artists, musicians, speakers, coaches, writers. If you've got those creative skills and you aren't sure how to put legs on it, join us here at Innovate. We've got, of course, my friends coming in, people like Mike Hyatt will be here to share on how to do exactly what I just talked about. He's certainly an example of that. He'll hear share about how to do that. Chad Jeffers, who's an amazing dobro player, talk about how he pursued music. The one thing that people tell you, hey, you can't make any money doing music, you know, right here in Nashville, even, you know, everybody says, hey, you can't make any money doing that. Well, you're talking to people who have not been able to do it themselves. We're going to have somebody who has done it. And Chad's going to share some of his own story. And uh, I love some of the things that he uh, had as landmark defining moments in his life that helped him get to where he is today. And then people like my wife, Joanne, will be sharing, Dorsey McHugh. They're doing the, the sharing as artists, how to unlock our creativity. But we're going to have a blast. I'll walk you through a process. Have you leave with a specific checklist of how to take your idea from the idea stage all the way through to actually having a money-making business. Well, here's our quotation for the day. Remember I said we want to talk about what are others seeing about the choices that you've made. Now, yesterday I was talking with Stephanie O'Brien. Stephanie is one of our coaching mastery uh, students. And um, I was complaining, frankly, I was complaining about a client that I'm working with who I saw so much potential for. She needed to really break some old familiar patterns. And I saw so much potential. And on a scale of one to 10, she has chosen to be at about a two in terms of what I think she can do. But here's the deal. She's thrilled with where she is in having made the progress that she has. I have to accept that, but it was hard for me to do that. And Stephanie said this, and I thought it was really profound. She said, sometimes it's hard to accept the choices people make when we know there's so much more. And it got me to thinking, who are people around me? I mean, are there people looking at me thinking, Dan could do so much more, but he's just settled for where he is. Man, that really challenged me. I mean, what if, what if I talked to my buddies you know, Dave Ramsey and Mike Hyatt, Darren Hardy, people like that. What if I talk to people, you know, who are successful? Would they really think that I've made good choices or would they think that in some areas I've just kind of settled in for mediocre? Boy, it really challenged me. I thought about it all night long. Anyway, great quotation. Sometimes it's hard to accept the choices people make when we know there's so much more. 
If you're a coach, you're in that position to help people move to more. If you're a mentor, if you're an encourager, if you're a family member, I mean, it doesn't need mean we need to jerk people out of where they are if they're content there. But uh, it is hard. It's hard to see people make choices that we think are not only mediocre, but many times self-defeating. Incidentally, Stephanie, a coach, she, her website is moved by purpose. Now, in, in working with people in the coaching mastery program, I love to help come up with names, names to describe their business. Stephanie's got a great name, moved by purpose. Um, Arlene Rattan, who's a PhD psychologist, her new coaching website is Dancing Through Change. I love that title, Dancing Through Change. What a positive spin on the changes that most people really resist, changes that may come in an unwelcome, unexpected way. Um, And then Elisa Smith, I mean, she's another of our coaches, and her site is Your Best Moment. She helps people getting ready for performance, whether that's in dance, acting, even in sports things, getting ready, or or speakers, getting ready to get on stage, your best moment. Well, great stuff that we're uh, seeing people develop out there in the, as, as they develop their own businesses. Hey, we got a Mother's Day promo going on. Now, that's really quick. If you're listening to this, you may be listening to this. Mother's Day already happened. I know we're right on top of it, but we've got a, a bonus promo going on where you get a beautiful necklace with any even $25 purchase. The necklaces themselves are like $40, but we're giving one away with every $25 purchase. Been seeing a lot of those go out. There's going to be a lot of happy mamas out there on Mother's Day. Uh, Just check that out. You can purchase anything at the 48days.com store and get that. Now we've been doing a $48 gift card winner each week from just all the purchases somebody has randomly chosen my daughter ashley does that and uh, this is the last week now that's been a a lot of fun to do Uh, people have been thrilled in winning those but this is the last week we may bring it back at another time we often just kind of put these things out there have fun with them but this week's winner was summer stack from seattle washington so congratulations to summer on that another thing that we've got going and i did this i just kind of dropped this in on top of everything else that my team is doing in terms of promos but i put that thing out where if you're out of work because we're hearing some from so many people who are if you're out of work to send a note to out of work at 48days.com and that's o-u-t-t-a w-o-r-k at 48days.com explaining how you lost your job and what you're moving to and what I said is we'll draw one name per week. We're doing that through the end of May. And one person is going to receive that ultimate fresh start package. It's a pretty robust package of products to help you launch to what you're going to do next. Now, this week's winner in that category uh, is Paul Bridges from Clovis, California. Now, Paul actually sent a note that was uh, one of those that wasn't real optimistic Uh, But hopefully, I I sent him a note and we sent him that package. Hopefully, he'll have a burst to get him back on track. But here's what he said. I'm actually out of dreams. Remember, people are sending this to out of work, and that's what we're focused on. But he says, I'm actually out of dreams. I used to have them. I know they're inside, just can't seem to find the energy to fish them out. My wife died March of 08 after a marriage of 25 years. That knocked the wind out of my sails, still waiting for a breeze to bring me in. Lost my position at work to a younger guy, then recently got it back. Why don't I feel blessed? Paul, I used to be dreamer, 
Boy, there's a lot of things in there. We could write a book about that. I love that kind of metaphor, as painful as it is. He said, his, his wife's death, death knocked the wind out of my sails, and I'm still waiting for a breeze to bring me in. That's a great visual picture. A lot of you may identify with that, where something came along unexpected, boom, knocked the wind out of your sail, and you're just sitting there, dead in the water, waiting for a breeze to bring you back in. Well, I hope we can provide that breeze for some of you to bring you back in. Here's another note we got. These are just pouring in. I'm I'm really at a loss for what to do with all the people who have sent in their stories to that out of work content. It's a little contest, true, but we award one person each week a package. And I really feel strongly that I want to give something to everybody who responded to that. I'm not sure what that's going to be. Maybe we'll do a teleseminar or maybe even a a live event or something. I'm, I'm not sure what to do yet. I'm still looking for ideas for what to do, but I feel... I really feel strongly about there. I want to do something more than just giving them a place to vent. But here's another one that came in who says, Dan, I lost my job because my boss was a very difficult person. After that, I tried to be an entrepreneur, but I've failed. I lost all my money and feel frustrated. I don't know what to do. I'm 53 years old. I'm not attractive for most companies. I feel overwhelmed. I mean, just one after another, just hundreds of notes like that that are coming in from people who are in that position. And then we get the positive ones as well. Here's one from Darnell who says, after 15 years, I was tenderly downsized. So it was either day one of being unemployed or day one of a new career. I chose the latter. Thank you very much. That's a positive twist. Unexpected change came. You could choose it as, oh my, this is the first day of misery or this is the first day of a new opportunity. Just, I love reading through the notes that are coming in. Again, we're going to be doing something to uh, respond more to that. Well, let me, let me tell you a little bit more about Harry's before we go into the, the success stories here. I don't remember who first introduced me to Harry's, but this is a cool thing. I was asked if I would be willing to promote Harry's. Uh, this has been a couple months ago. We've kind of had it in the queue. Um, and I said, you know, the funny thing is, this is not just a random request i'm already a harry's fan i love harry's joanne knows i love harry's i mean i don't get excited about a lot of things that are just utilitarian this is just a razor but it's not just a razor it is the coolest razor i've ever had and i mean not only does it look cool i love interacting with a company they keep me updated. I just order online. Of course, I don't have to, you know, go to Walmart and go down the aisle to get it. I just order online. Boom, free shipping. And their their website says they're handsomer, sharper, less expensiver. They they just they have humored everything that they do. I just ordered more. I ordered complete kits for my two sons and my son in law for Father's Day. And I don't don't tell them. But uh, we've got some really cool kits from Harry's lined up for them. And I got a note just yesterday then, hey, your order is on its way. Just letting you know that your Harry's order is barreling towards you at this very moment in accordance with all interstate speed limits and fuel economy standards, of course. Those are the kind of notes that I get just on a regular basis. Just reminding me, and of course, it's not a big ticket item or anything. I mean, the kits that I get are like 15 bucks and you can put in 48 days and get five bucks off. 
mean, what a deal is that? But I'll guarantee you, I absolutely, I don't give many guarantees. I'll guarantee you, you use this. You will never go back to the kind of shavers that you pick up at your big box department stores. So go to harrys.com, put in 48 days as a coupon code. You'll be glad I introduced you to Harry's. Well, success stories. You know, I've got more than we could possibly work in. Let me just give you a couple here. Chris says, I wanted to say thank you. I recently resigned from my J-O-B, saving a co-worker's job in the process and will be transitioning into the next journey of my life. In the past six months, I've started following not only you, but also John Acuff, Michael Hyatt, Dave Ramsey, and Jim Miller. And collectively, you have all encouraged me and my wife to start living our lives the way we want. And that includes being debt-free and with the vocations that we love. For the first time in my life, I'm taking a leap of faith and doing something for myself. I will be getting a real estate license and using all I've learned to help others out as well. It's scary, but I have never been as excited for anything in my life. Again, thank you. Our next 20 years will be awesome. Well, thanks for the note, Chris. Hey, that's a delightful way to frame going into the next season of your life. Um, real estate is hot. My son-in-law, Nathan, is a realtor right here in the southern Nashville area. I mean, he can't keep up with things. He already has six closings scheduled for May. And as I'm um, recording this, this is only the seventh day of May. So, um, I mean, things are really booming. If you get into real estate, do well, treat people well, serve them well, it's going to do exactly what you expected to make that next 20 years awesome for sure. Well, this comes from Randy. Randy Wyatt, who says, I just want to take a minute and thank you. You said in a podcast that came out on May 2nd that you were impressed with the generosity of the members of 48 Days Community. I really believe that this is your fault. Your example inspires us. Think back for a minute how many times you gave something away to someone who wrote you a question. How many questions do you answer every day? How many people do you inspire through your books? I firmly believe in the direct correlation between your generosity and the generosity of the people you teach. And I have no idea how much how much you realize what your example does, but I would just like to thank you again. We all appreciate what you do each week. Well, Hey, I appreciate that note, Randy. I am um, humbled at the way people uh, share generously with each other and with me. I'm, I'm the recipient of a lot of things that are shared generously. I mean, I'm looking right here at my desk right now. And let me just tell you some of the things that I've got right here in my desk right now. I've got $100 cash that was given to me by an English, a, a, an attorney who lives in England, who gave me $100 cash just to use for a contest of my own choosing. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. But he, he sent me $100 cash just to use for a contest because he just thought it was so cool, the kind of things that we're doing. I have a $100 gift card for Best Buy from one, our, one of our coaching mastery gals. Because I commented on her really cool iPad case. I just commented on it. It's a really cool case. Well, a couple of days later, I get a $100 gift card. says, hey, go get yourself one. Last week, I mentioned I've got these brand new AKG headphones. Jeez, from Mike Trees. I mean, these headphones are kicking. I've done so many interviews this week, and they are just a, a step beyond anything I've ever experienced. I have, I have a $20 Godoba gift card. And I talk about my affinity for Mexican food a lot. So I get a lot of cards in that vein, but this one's for, from Cadoba. There's a really cool place just about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes from here. And I'm sure I'll be 
taking my granddaughters or some family members, we'll go up there and enjoy that. I have a gift box, a gift basket that includes a Yankee candle, a box of chocolate truffles, and some fragrant soap left as a thank you. Alyssa Smith came to our Coaching with Excellence event, and she asked if there was any place to stay. And I said, sure, just stay here at the sanctuary. So she did and left us this beautiful gift basket as a thank you. I've got a new book called Shift Your Brilliance, and it's got a really kicking watch that matches the book, a watch that goes with it. But I'm just blown away day after day at the uh, things that people send just in in gratitude. I mean, I certainly hope that I don't... uh, seem to beg for anything. I, I certainly don't. I don't need anything. But it's a, it's amazing to watch the generosity of people with each other and with me. And certainly I hope that we do continue to, to show that generosity to others as well. Now, this comes from, wait a minute here, I've got somebody that said, don't use my name. Okay, well, I'm, let me not use the name on this. But anyway, here we go. I was just listening to your podcast and heard you mention a 23-year-old biology major who lacks confidence in wondering what she wants to do. You encouraged her not to go back to school, and I couldn't agree more. Here's my story. I graduated with a biology major in 2003, not having any idea what I wanted to do. I thought about being a neuropathic doctor, a large animal vet, but all of them required more school, and I just needed to do something, so I became a personal trainer. Having played college sports for a small college, Christian college, and being passionate about health, it allowed me to experience a small glimpse of the health and nutrition world. Now he goes through some of the things that he's done here, but he got, he got turned on to a company where called garden of life. They're a dietary supplement company. Um, actually I happen to, to use garden of life products every morning in my smoothie. But um, now that's just my ad lib there. This goes on while flying home from a trip with some friends in March of 2004. I saw a massive group of people with shirts that said the maker's diet. Along with them was the founder of Garden of Life, Jordan Rubin. I walked up to him at baggage claim and told him my background and that I was going to work for his company. In May of 2004, I was offered a job by another company who just received an NIH contract to engage in environmental studies for biological substances. Okay, let me skip over a little bit. I called Garden of Life every week, every weekday for two weeks, and they finally created a position for me in their quality department. My pay was two to 300% of anything I'd ever made before. In one year, I was promoted to work alongside Jordan Rubin. And in 2007, I became their manager of research and science, previously held by a PhD and three other staff members. During my time as manager, I was a creative formulator of 30 plus products. In those 30 or so months, we launched the equivalent number of products more than, than in the previous eight years. My pay increased again to about 200% of what I had made in 2004. Goes on, anyway, great letter about persistence, about being focused. Just took a new position. My estimated income is going to increase again by at least 2 to 300% from my current position. More than that, I'll enjoy working with people in a way that is most effective for me and maximizes what I can do for them. I've done a Discovering Your Mission wor- workshop for nine people in my church. All that to say, um, I would be willing to talk to Alice, the biology graduate who wrote you. Gives his cell phone, so on. Anyway, what a great story of just taking what's available without 
going back and getting a lot of fancy degrees, but just being very focused on what he wanted to do, talking to the owner of the company, saying, I'm going to work for your company, calling them every day for two weeks, and they create a position for him and more money than he's ever made. Hey, that ought to inspire some of you. I mean, some of you are in a position where you have the certainly have all the skills to do that. You just need to have the um, perhaps audacity, but the uh, boldness and confidence and enthusiasm required to put yourself into that kind of a position. Thanks for the note. Well, here's a note from Alex, Alex Barker, who says, Dan, thanks for introducing me to the concept of masterminds. Just from listening to your podcast, I applied your advice to my life and began my entrepreneurial journey. I lead mastermind groups, wrote an ebook called Hang Out and Grow Rich about how to start virtual masterminds, taught a Udemy course on the subject, and now I teach entrepreneurs how to create their own masterminds and serve as another income stream. In fact, just finished up a mastermind group about creating masterminds as a revenue stream with four entrepreneurs, and now each member has a mastermind and is receiving income. I can't thank you enough, Dan, for pumping positive energy into my entrepreneurial momentum masterminds and you have changed my life forever. If anyone is interested in joining the mastermind, I have one meeting on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. We have a blast discussing how to improve our businesses. Shoot me a message and just you can go to alexbarker.org, alexbarker.org and connect with him there. Alex is a real active member of 48days.net contributes a lot there. I see the things that he's doing on an ongoing basis. And let's see, I did an interview with Alex here a few months ago as well, but just a, a sharp, high, high potential mover and shaker. Believe me. Well, you know, I believe in masterminds. I mean, nobody needs to convince me of that. I love the concept. I've always been involved in masterminds. I can't imagine going a day in my life without having a mastermind. We've got a mastermind. Uh, one of the masterminds I'm in coming here to my place next week where we'll be meeting all day together which we do twice a year and then i've got another mastermind that'll be here next in about three weeks where we'll be spending dinner together on thursday night we spend all day friday together and then on saturday saturday morning is open for spouses and kids to come hang out as well so everybody's kind of included knows what's going on we do that three times a year now there there are masterminds out there there's a lot of things going on in this space right now i'm getting a lot of requests for interviews about the mastermind concept and again i hope that you are in one if you're not just create one don't don't wring your hands because you can't find one just create one now last week i gave you a little gift to boost you in that direction a lot of you took advantage of that thanks for all your notes that was really cool to see all of you who took advantage of that i'm delighted to maybe help open your eyes and the doors of opportunity in that arena. There are things like some of you may be familiar with Joe Polish. Actually, I've got a question from about him, his material coming up here in a little bit, but Joe Polish got his start in the carpet cleaning business. He taught other carpet cleaners how to really rock and roll in their business. He's gone on to do some pretty astounding things. He now leads the genius network and you hear him rubbing shoulders with Richard Branson and Bill Gates and people like that in genius network, genius network, I wouldn't really consider that a mastermind. It's open-ended. Anybody can join. You just put in your 25,000 bucks and you can be a part of that. I, I doubt that they do a whole lot of screening to say no to you, but it's uh, that's the deal. They get together a couple times a year and you can get into that circle. You can check that out if you want to. Genius Network, if you're ready for that that kind of an organization. Then there are organizations like Strategic Coach. 
out of Toronto, Canada, but they, that's Dan Sullivan's group. And, and they have kind of masterminds. You pay an annual fee, usually depending on your gross revenue of your business now, somewhere around twelve to $15,000 that you'll pay for that. And you can be part of, you can be part of that organization. You know, they meet, they meet quarterly where four times a year you'll get together with the other people in your group. So they have multiple groups. They have a lot of different groups, but you'll be part of a group that maybe has like 20 people in it, I think is the way they do that. And then Darren Hardy, publisher of Success Magazine. I mean, he has his high performance forum. Uh, just talked to somebody last week who was here and he had just been to one of Darren Hardy's high performance forums and really enjoyed it. It's a year's commitment. I think you only have one day where you actually meet together it's $9,700. You meet together one day, but then there's kind of a year follow-up where you're connected with the other people in your group. There's, it's limited to 24 people in that. Now, I haven't, you haven't heard me say anything about the new mastermind that I have. I did this totally under the radar, but I put together a mastermind early this year, and it has been beyond my wildest expectations in terms of what's happened in there. The way people are sharing resources and ideas, connecting, helping each other, it's been phenomenal to watch. And what I did, I, I didn't promote that, you know, as an open group at all. I just carefully selected a few people and said, are you interested in this? And they said, yes. And I'm going to limit that one. I'm just experimenting. But knowing my affinity for 48, I'm going to limit that to 48 people. So 48 people are what we're going to have in there ultimately. We currently are at 44 I haven't done anything to increase that, but that's just kind of where we landed. We're at 44 people, four positions open in that. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not saying this, that, gee, I want everybody to say that they want to be in there, but, but let me just explain to you how it works so you can kind of understand at least how it works. We have a closed site just for that group. In that site, there are lots and lots of interactions going on every day. So people are asking each other questions. We have four attorneys in there, a couple accountants, a couple physicians, um, several people who have already built businesses and sold them for millions of dollars. So they have access to lots and lots of money. So any resource that somebody would need is in there. I could give you specific examples of how in we, we talk about six degrees of separation. Well, in a mastermind like this, that's reduced to about two. I mean, within two degrees, you can connect with any kind of resource you could possibly need. I love the power of a group like that. Now, we got together once back in March. That was the first time. My anticipation was that we would get together twice a year, and they immediately said, no, that's not enough. We want to get together three times, so we're doing three times this year. We're going to have some sessions just for mastermind members on the cruise that we've got coming up in February, but it's been a really powerful process. Now, incidentally, uh, they pay $300 a month for that. So 48 people, $300 a month. So yeah, that's part of my business plan. That's one of the new things that I have never done before. That's one of the, in that, that falls in that 15% that I add every year. Now, in doing that, if you remember me talking about how I set my goals every year by November 15th, I have my goals clearly set for the upcoming year. And part of that process is to eliminate 15% of what I've currently been doing. No matter how great a year it is, I love change, challenge, and variety. And so to keep from getting stagnant, I 
ruthlessly eliminate 15% of what I've been doing. Even if it's something that's been very profitable and, and fulfilling, I just have to identify what is that 15% going to be. And I eliminate that. So it opens the door for me to add 15% new. This new 48 days mastermind is in that category. So that's one of the things that I added in there. So Alex, I appreciate your information about the mastermind, your enthusiasm about that. You will not find a bigger raving fan of masterminds than Dan Miller. I mean, I love masterminds. If you, now again, I, I mean, this is a, a closed group and I, that I talked about. And just by virtue of what I think a mastermind group is, it has to be that. I mean, the group that you heard me talk about for years that Dave, Dave Ramsey and I had, I mean, it was a closed group. I mean, it doesn't stay the same. You, you lose the dynamic of a mastermind if it's just open or people can just come and go. So it's a closed group. You work together. The one I put together here, I told people, we'll do this for three years and then we'll take a new, a fresh look at it. So that's what it is. If you really want to talk to me about those four remaining positions, I haven't committed those to anybody. I'm getting requests, but if you want to be considered in the mix and you want, would want, want to talk to me about that, yeah, I'd be delighted to do that. Just send me a, a personal note at, to dan at 48days.com, and I'll be happy to respond and at least give you some information to look at, and we could perhaps discuss that. Okay, where are we here? You know what? It is time. I've got to get to move into some of the questions here that people are asking, so we're going to stick this in here. Hey, I went longer on the success stories today which is not does not make me unhappy at all i mean i love hearing the success stories keep sending those in shoot those in to ask dan at 48days.com or just go to the podcast link at 48days.com site and you can shoot those in right along with your question that you may have that you'd like for me to consider here for an upcoming show well let me jump into the questions aisha from Tulsa says, hi, as a recruiter, I'm fired up. In the past year, I've interviewed over a thousand people. I have hired for all skill levels. The trend coming off the last recession has yielded a ton of extra educated individuals. However, many, and she's all caps, many of these individuals seem to think that their degree is the key to the perfect job and are offended when they aren't considered for the position. Here are some simple areas that immediately sabotage applicants' chances. Now listen to this. This is a recruiter. She's an HR person. She's interviewed over a thousand people in the last year. These are some things that she say will kill your opportunities. They'll sabotage your chances. Unfashionable interview attire. Poor personal hygiene terrible listening skills, disclosing too much personal information, constantly referring to your education, having a resume that is not targeted to a specific position, not completing the application beforehand and not researching the position. She says, remember, a degree doesn't cover all these red flags in the end. And in the end, the resume and degrees are just pieces of paper that must be backed up with professionalism and skill. Wow. Thanks, Aisha. Good advice. And I love hearing it come from others rather than just from my mouth. In doing the 48 days revision for the 10th anniversary edition that will be coming out in January, 
I hit that a lot. I put in a whole new chapter. Chapter two, rather than talking about history of work and changes in work, I killed the whole chapter. The new chapter is who would hire me? And I talk about exactly the things that you're talking about here, the things that sabotage a company's desire to have somebody on their team. Now, when we talk about things like unfashionable interview attire, you may think, well, hey, I can wear whatever I want to. Yeah, you can. And you can stay unemployed. This is not just being gamey or sucking up or capitulating or any of those things. No, it's being smart about increasing your opportunities. And that does play a part. I mean, that does play a part. I went to a a workshop seminar recently and one of the presenters did his presentation with the baseball cap on backward. Now he's, he's a really cool guy. He's a very competent guy, but in my mind, it totally destroyed his credibility. I could name names of some people right now who are out there in the speaking circuit. I won't do that, but, um, I've given some feedback at some other conferences about people that I thought were totally unprofessional. You know, not only in in terms of attire and personal hygiene, like Aisha is is talking about here, but also, what what about this one? What about somebody who's a New York Times bestselling author, you know, has a big audience, or at least has, and he gets on stage, and about every four words is a profanity. I mean, I'm sure he's a hotshot, you know, and he can do whatever he wants to. And that's his attitude to me. He's rubbish. You know, I mean, I just don't care to hang around somebody like that. There's no need for it. And it's arrogant and stupid to do some of those things. Well, let me move on. Andrew says, I'm currently out of work. I have a law degree, a master's degree in public policy and a law degree, but I haven't passed the bar exam. Law firms are reluctant to hire me as a paralegal as they believe I'll leave after taking and passing the bar exam. I can't work as an attorney because without the license, I can't legally represent clients. I use my accounting degree for some seasonal tax prep preparer jobs. Franchisees changed almost every year. They want their own team. I used to work in the post office, but left to pursue a legal career. The worst mistake I ever made. Don't know what to do next. My gaps in employment with lack of specific experience and other non-legal jobs, plus all my education makes me unemployable. What can I do? Wow. It's just like the previous uh, HR gal was talking about. She's interviewing a whole lot of over, what she used, over-educated people. What did she call extra educated, extra educated individuals? It sounds like you are extra educated here. Now, having a law degree, I mean, being that close to just passing the bar exam, I mean, my goodness, that's a pretty major deal. If that was really a reasonable goal of yours, then certainly don't let anything deter you. Just push through and actually pass the bar. I mean, that's going to be the first part. You can do that. I mean, there are people that do it two or three times. I know it's difficult, but if you got through law school, certainly you have the ability to do that. Don't stop now. I mean, don't waste a lot of time just trying to get some little penny ante job until you get your license past the bar. That's going to make a big difference. And yeah, now here's the other side of this. If you are applying for jobs now, then don't tell them that you have your JD. Don't tell them you have a law degree. Just don't put that on your resume because 
theoretically it's pretty meaningless at this point until you actually pass the bar so don't have that on there because obviously it's going to make a company reluctant to bring you on board if you are that close they aren't going to bring you in for a mid-level kind of position knowing that as soon as you pass the bar you're going to be a candidate for something a lot better i mean i don't blame them for being gun shy with that but my larger concern in your question is that you regret having left the post office now, that is not usually seen as the pinnacle of somebody's career path. If you see that as the best thing you've done and better than the new options you're looking at, you need to go back and reevaluate. Was this really a goal of yours to get your law degree? And if it was, push through. If you just kind of waltzed off thinking that, well, you'll get another degree, maybe get a better job, that's not enough motivation to pursue a professional degree like that. So you may need to go back to the basics and take a fresh look at really what are you a candidate for? What are your skills and abilities? What are your personality traits? What are your values, dreams, and passions? How do those frame a focus for you for work that would be meaningful, purposeful, and profitable? You haven't convinced me that even passing the bar and being a legitimate attorney is going to put you on a path that you're excited about. So just take a fresh look at that. Well, this comes from Jordan in Sierra Vista, Arizona, who says in your podcast, does this scare you back in April? You answer a question by Chris, 28 years old with mom about event planning for seniors. I've been fascinated with the world of event planning, volunteering up till now, second year to work leader cast at the live event in Atlanta, wanting to make a business out of planning events. Would you mind passing along my contact info to Chris so perhaps I could get some ideas from him with what he's doing? Also, any tips on figuring out if an event would make a profit? I'm thinking of doing smaller leadership, personal development type events, but unsure what to price it at and know that I'm going to be able to pay all the bills when it's said and done. Thanks for all you do, all the inspiration and hope you provide. Well, there's a whole bunch of people who are doing event planning. I mentioned earlier, Elisa Smith, she and her husband, Joshua, are doing that run entertainment you can look that up run entertainment they do live events where they do like somebody wants to, to put on a 5k run or some kind of a sporting event they'll do the whole thing where they bring in the sound equipment take care of all the logistics all the connections lighting everything like that they just set it up they do that kind of event planning so there's that i mean there are people that put on events like you were talking about like LeaderCast. i mean that event that's based out of atlanta you can be a host where you have a lot of help in how to put together an event. I mean, I would encourage you to look at the possibilities of hosting a leader cast event where the simulcast comes in. They'll help you with some of the logistics, but then you get a place for it. You make sure all the details are taken care of. You sell tickets for that. And because you're connected with a well-known event, you know, there's a lot of credibility and name recognition in that, but you sell tickets for that. And then, Make sure you do cover your cost. I mean, you can have snacks for people, but you can also have uh, product sales if you want to. You can do things to make that a more robust event than just hoping you have enough ticket sales. Now, speaking of which, this is how events, if you want to look at an event, this is how an event is going to go together. Typically, the kind of events that most of us in this kind of arena are going to. So if you're going to you know, launch or score, or you're going to Kent Julian's Speak It Forward boot camp or you're going to 
you know, even one of the Joe Polish events or Brenda Bouchard events, things like that, that you hear me talk about. There's, there's three things that are happening at those that make them profitable. Let me give you a real quick kind of overview. Number one is registrations. You know, people pay to come to the event. Number two is sponsorships that you get. Now you could theoretically get sponsorships for an event and not charge anything. As a matter of fact, I'm toying with the idea of doing an event next year for the 48days.net crowd. There's 14,000 people in there and I've been wanting to do something and I'm thinking about doing a free event that would maybe do like a, um, golly, like a Bonnaroo or something like that, you know, Woodstock. Now we aren't going to get that rowdy obviously, but, but to do something that would maybe be outside where people could bring just tents and hang out in a field for a couple of days. We do an event like that, that would maybe not cost anything to the participants, but we would get sponsors for that event. So if Pepsi or Coke or Doritos or Harry's or some people wanted to be sponsors, they could, and to make it free for the attendees. So there's that sponsorships. So we have registrations, sponsorships. The third thing is product sales. Now, product sales covers a wide spectrum of things. You can have books at the back of the room. You know, when we have events, we have all my 48 days products there and people go out with grocery bags full of products. But we also introduce people to other things that we have available for them while they're here at those events. Let me give you a quick example. We just had a coaching with excellence event here. We had 32 people. It's a thousand dollars to come We had 32 people here for Thursday, Friday event. Now we sold a lot of product. We did some other things there, but also during that time, we introduced people to our coaching mastery program. The coaching mastery program is $4,800. We had nine people sign up out of those 32 people that were here. Three of the people that were here were already in the coaching mastery program. So ultimately 12 in that group have signed up for the coaching mastery program at $4,800. So you can do the mathematics on that. I mean, that's a pretty profitable event. And knowing that we introduce people to other things, products and other opportunities within the 48 days family, the registration becomes less important. And a lot of people who want to put the events together get stuck on just that one stream of, of income. It's like if you want to put a magazine together, there are three legs to the stool to making a magazine profitable. Number one is subscriptions. Number two is advertising. Number three is newsstand sales. It's really difficult to make a magazine work without having all three. You miss any one of those, you're going to be struggling. Just like I would not want to have an event where the only thing we were dependent on for income is the registration fees. That's just not the way we do it. It, It's not just that. It's a combination of things. That's the way you have to look at events. And that's the way you ought to be looking at it. If you're going to be an event sponsor or put events together for other people, look at the multiple ways that you can generate income that go outside of just people paying to come to the event. Well, hey, great questions. Well, Remind you again, just of a couple things here. We got to wrap up. We're right at that time already, but um, Innovate. Now, I already told you some of the things that uh, we do with Innovate. Innovate is the next event that we've got. It's been the most outrageous event we've ever put together in terms of people's response and what happens after that. I ought to dedicate um, an entire broadcast sometime to just the, the stories we're getting back in from people who have been at Innovate and what they're doing now with those ideas. We follow up with them. We encourage them to launch those ideas and they can be 
any kind of wacky idea you can imagine. If it's innovative and creative, and we want to encourage you to develop that. That's what we do at Innovate. So check that out. Just go to the live events, check out Innovate. You could still get in the one we've got coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And then I mentioned our coaching mastery program. I mean, we love that. It's the most fun coaching for me that I've ever done in my life. And I still, once in a while, will take on an individual client, but usually only one a month. But working with coaches who are building their businesses is really a sweet spot for me. I love helping them bring to life their businesses and helping them achieve the success that I've experienced in that myself. Well, we are out of time. Remember our quotation for the day? Sometimes it's hard to accept the choices people make when we know there's so much more. Love that quotation. Well, thanks for being part of this amazing community where we share ideas freely share resources show generosity to each other that's the kind of things we've come to expect around here thanks for being part of this group where we are in fact finding or creating work that is meaningful fulfilling purposeful and profitable